Adam Hughes is calling me. Sorry, Bea, I've got to go. <laughs> oh, love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Oh, where did that go? Oh, no. <laughs> Call him back. I'm calling him back. It's fine. Hello. 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 <laughs> Sorry about that. We were literally just finishing up with our previous guests and I was like, oh my God, Adam Hughes is calling me. Bye. Hang up. <laughs> Hang up. <laughs> um, firstly, welcome to the show. Uh, and also thank you so much for your donation. I was not expecting that. And I did a little almost yeah. tear. Yeah. So thank you. So generous. Thank you very much. Oh, no, no problem whatsoever. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely fine. Um, okay. I'm a little bit sleep deprived and nervous, so I apologise in advance for l- anything that I say <laughs> in the next error or so. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually stunned by uh, how long have you been up? Uh, we are now in our twenty second hour yeah. of straight podcasting. <laughs> Um, but saying that, I was awake for about four hours prior to starting because I was so nervous that everything was going to go pear-shaped technology-wise. I think I managed to get a couple of more hours than you did, maybe three. Mm. <laughs> I, I genuinely thought the first thing I was going to do when get, going on air was throw up. So I think I've done all right. <laughs> I think it's good that I haven't bathed. Um, oh, well, I've, I've been tuning in periodically throughout the day, um, and, you know... And I, I've I've uh, been listening to what you ladies have been doing, and I just I I can't even imagine staying awake that long, <laughs> filling filling all those hours. You're doing an amazing job. Oh, thank you. I am. Um, I genuinely gotten to the point now where I'm not sure what I've said up to this point and what's happening. <laughs> it's all gone a bit in the way side, isn't it? Yeah. So I apologise if I repeat myself or just say something incredibly stupid. It's very likely. Uh, Actually, it's very interesting is we've got this uh, digital delay echo where everything we say repeats twice. It sounds like a U2 song. Oh, <laughs> have you got the window open with Mixler in or... Oh, you're right. You're there right. You go. <laughs> D- don't worry about it. The first time I tested the program, I did the exact same thing and I was going, Rich, I've broken the internet. Help me. <laughs> Had a total brain meltdown thinking, I can't do this. I'm clearly terrible at this. Um, but oh. it was just the window. You're right. It's it's gone. It no longer sounds like we're speaking at like a giant cricket match or something. Yeah. All right. Very very excited about that. Uh, Anyways, uh, I'm here and I'm totally glad to help out. I I really enjoy uh, doing charity work. I do a lot of uh, stuff with animals. So uh, yeah, I I actually actually, um, I got my first dogs. Uh, six years ago. Nope, there we are. <laughs> Good timing. Well done. Well trained. And, Perfect timing. Uh, I've been a cat person my whole life, and pretty much because everybody I've ever dated has wanted cats, so I was like, okay. <laughs> hey, Tonks. And um, my, I, we, we have two old English sheepdogs, Tonks and Luna. Um, oh, oh what wonderful Harry- names. Yeah. <laughs> my wife wanted to name them Storm and Trooper <gasps> Oh, Star Wars, and I said... You might as well name them, like, you know, uh, phone and doorbell because we say stormtroopers so often at the house. They're, they're gonna, they're just gonna get completely weirded out. Uh, but, um, I, I've become, like, the world's biggest, um, 
animal person since I got these dogs, mm-hmm. and I because ne- I never had dogs as a kid, and uh, we do a lot of stuff with dog rescue here in. Uh, I live in Atlanta, Georgia, in the U.S. Oh, lovely. I feel bad because I'm tired, but it's only two in the morning for me. And I, when you tweeted when you tweeted a, a while ago, the sun was coming up. I was going, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I was I was getting to that sort of point where I was looking outside and I thought, "It's definitely getting lighter." Yeah. Oh god, I want to sleep really badly. Oh, and and so you're about two hours from bed. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah t- two hour, two hour, well, sort of, yeah, just just under an hour, we're just under two hours now, I think. We're in, uh, we've got an hour and 47 minutes. There you go. Yeah. Not that she's counting. You're probably counting the minutes at this point. We're in the home. Uh, st- it's, it's more to do with the kitchen chair. My arse has never been so numb yeah. in my life. And my back is slightly. I should have bought. I should have bought bean bags or something. Like I should have really thought this through. Uh, you are. You are so exactly right. I, um, you know, I pretty much live in my my drawing chair, mm-hmm. and because I'm a geezer, um, <laughs> I, my my ass time in chairs is not what it was when I was maybe perhaps your age. <laughs> and I had to go out and buy this special fancy like artist chair, which everybody, all all my fellow art cronies will rave about it's um you know it's late for me i can't remember the name of it either so i can't do a product placement Uh, (laughs) but boy it took care of all of uh all of my tailbone problems from you know sitting in the same damn chair for 12 hours at a time Mm -hmm. but even then there, there comes a point where at um you know like you know when i was younger i could pull all nighters if i needed to get a job done um and now there's either my ass gives out or my eyes give out. <laughs> and I, I'll have done enough work and during the course of the day, and either I'm looking at the drawing table or I'm looking at the the, the monitor, like you know, coloring my uh, my work or whatnot. And at one point, my eyes will just go, "You're done. You're done." And, <laughs> yeah. and they just they completely fog over, like you're wearing uh, like a ski mask and you're breathing in it. Or it's like butt- an incredibly sudden cataract. <laughs> like oh. <laughs> And, and, and you're exactly right, you know. And it, it, at that point, you go, uh, "All right, my body has decided that we're finished for the day. So uh, find something else to look at and get, get get into a completely different chair." I don't know how you've been sitting in. Would you say a kitchen chair for twenty two? Yeah, it's like a totally wooden, unpadded chair. Yeah, it's a complete fucking mistake. I mean, I've taken oh. to standing up when Candice stretched back, and yeah. then to sit on the floor because for some reason sitting on the floor was slightly more comfortable than sitting on the I, chair. I wish I'd thought of bean bags prior to this yeah. because I'm mad that I literally just thought of it because <laughs> it's a brilliant idea. <laughs> How much would we have stayed awake, though? Oh, yeah, that's true. That's dangerous. Yeah, these chairs have probably kept us more awake. More awake than anything else. else. (laughs) That's that's the secret to a marathon podcast, is make yourself as uncomfortable as humanly possible. That's the way. You cannot fall asleep in this chair. Um, Uh, (laughs) If I ever have to do what you're doing right now, I will take that with me. (laughs) I don't recommend doing what we're doing right now, I'll be honest. I don't think I ever want to do this again. No. <laughs> no somebody, somebody asked me the other day, they were like, if it, if it all goes well and you hit your target, do you think you'll like make like an annual or a biannual thing of it or something? And I was like, nope. No. <laughs> nope. No, no, you need, you, 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 that's, that's the thing is anytime you do anything in this life that involves more than just yourself by yourself, there's always somebody that says, oh, like, when will you be doing this again? When can we, when can we enjoy this again? And it's like, 
No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the 12th of never. I think I'd rather jump out of a plane. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. I was going to say, I wouldn't go that far, but... I'm technically you know. scared of jumping from a great height, but if it's tandem with someone else doing all the work, <laughs> awesome. No, terrifying. Well, I think it's a good way to get over my fear of falling from a great height. Well... I might be screaming and my eyes might be shut. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it really counts, then. No. Balls. Sorry. No, I wouldn't... Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go for it. I was going to ask you, have, have you found out during the course of the day, like, exactly what is the world's longest continuous podcast? Are you in the running? Uh, do you know, I hadn't even thought about it. No, I, I bet there's somebody who's done 24 hours before, surely. Yeah. Get the Google out, Jenny. <laughs> Hit the Google, yeah. Let's do my job. How awesome, how awesome would it be if you made your fundraising goal and you made it into the Guinness Book of World Records at the same time? That would be that would pretty be impressive. Tits, <laughs> yeah. We've still got 100 quid left to go on the, uh, on the old, on the old uh, target, though. So that's making me nervous. Because I'm oh. thinking at this early in the morning, who's going to be listening? <laughs> Oh, someone's well, done it for 25 hours. Oh, gits. <laughs> oh. Did, did it last year? <laughs> don't. <laughs> I may <Right>. cry. <laughs> One of the t- I've been, like I said, I've been tuning in periodically ever since I got my new headset right here right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, just to make sure that I was able to do this. And... Uh, the first time I tuned in, you were talking oh, about no. body odor, going to the bathroom, and um, oh, and, and, and one of the times I checked in, you were discussing uh, uh, watershed language, and you, you pointed out that it's it's a global podcast. Yeah, so it's it's, it's nowhere's not a watershed at the moment. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oops. Oops. It is now coming with a warning of. Possibly not. No, it's just not. It's not suitable. It's for not children. particularly. I mean, what I'm planning to do is after the show because my page stays open for three months, uh, the donation page, so people can still give afterwards. I'm going to sort of put everybody's little interviews up as like tiny episodes for people to listen to afterwards if they didn't catch the live thing. And um, I'm really concerned about the one with uh, Jenny Gillblad and Lee Christ <laughs> because we pretty much opened that with a massive talk about masturbating and porn and Batman triple X. So wasn't it our first guest said fisting? (laughs) That's true. Yeah. It's not safe for anyone. (laughs) This is good family entertainment. I'm, 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 I'm (laughs) you're so happy to be a part of it. I was going to say, I think operation smile might be like, Ooh, what are we associating with? However you get the money, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, it's as long as I get their donation. Yeah, it's fine. That's the main uh, thing. So, what what are the off? What what are, what am I not allowed to say? Um, uh, there are no there are no limit no limits on the parlor. It's um it's open for free free for yeah. It's essentially like the podcast normally is, is monthly and about two hours long, and it's essentially a giant ramble fest. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can talk about anything. It doesn't have to be about yourself because I know a lot of. Uh, particularly UK artists mm. and creators and things do not like talking about themselves at all. <laughs> you ask them questions and they're like, hey, how about cheesecakes? Um, <laughs> you just like go off on a random food tangent. Um, but yeah, there's there's nothing off limits in the parlour. Oh, okay. I, just, I was just talking about like, um, you know, language and... and yeah, there's nothing off it- limits there. <laughs> I, I, I figure if you've covered fisting and masturbation by now, uh, we're we're 
there's nothing I can bring to the table at that point. I think we've dropped the C bomb too. I think yeah, we've managed to yeah. do that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So the C bomb. Uh, cunt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just just did a quick check to see if my mom was still asleep, and she is. So it's yeah, fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's because I, I I think I think the C word uh, is slightly more acceptable where you folks are mm. than where I am. Because if you if you use it here in America. Um, it's literally, especially women are allowed to stab you and set you on fire. <laughs> and I know from every, um, every Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg movie that I've ever watched that you can call somebody else a silly cunt <laughs> in a British movie and it's charming. It's actually, like, it's, oh, it's, oh, oh, you, 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 you know, you're just joking around over here. It's toxic. <laughs> no, it's still not fully acceptable over here to some people. Now, some people really don't like it. No, I took for a little while because I kept use I I overuse that word because I want to try and desensitise people to it. That's my excuse. Um, but for a little while, my mum looked so disapprovingly at me whenever I dropped it that I changed I changed the U and the N around so I'd say Knut because <laughs> you can't be offended by Knut. It's a polar bear. There you are. You see? Yeah. Oh, Knut. That's a good. That's a. That's a good subtle way of going about it. I think so. I'm, yeah. I think I'm a genius. I, um, I agree. <laughs> From the few times that I've tuned in today, I would. I would. I would back you up on that. <laughs> now I'm embarrassed. Not a. Well, the, the Wait, great thing about it, The great thing about it is you're so tired. You won't remember being embarrassed. Well, I will when I go through and edit this to put it on uh, the the show later. <laughs> Oh. I'll be like, oh, why did I say that? Because <laughs> so I was sleep deprived. Mm. So that's the answer to everything. So what you're saying is you, you've done this amazing marathon all day long podcast. Mm-hmm. And then you don't even get to walk away from it because then you got to go back and listen to it again. Yeah, and edit it and release it. And yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a bit of a feat. Oh. I, d- I don't quite know why I thought it would be a good idea. <laughs> Wow. Um, it seems to have worked though. We've got quite a lot of dosh out of it, so yeah, that's nice. It's, no, it's worked brilliantly. Yeah, it's been, yeah. It has been a lot of fun because the people we've spoken to, friends and um, other illustrators and artists like yourselves, yeah. and stuff, it's been really good fun. I do feel bad for you being the last one on though, because you've got all the nonsense, <laughs> like all the full-on nonsense. My main well, plan, sort of approaching you, was going to be like, I'll just mention Archer and just let him ramble. Off, off he goes. I, I, I will tell you that when you uh, when you invited me, uh, I, I did the uh, uh, the time zone math wrong. <laughs> I didn't know I was agreeing to two fifteen in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, when you, I think you asked me like over a month ago, and I was like, "Oh, sure, I'm glad to help out. I'd, I'd love to do that. I love a good cause." And then when you emailed the. Um, the little primer uh, with all the information, which was extremely uh, well put together. I looked at it and I was like, "Oh, that's two fifteen in the morning." <laughs> Oops. I don't. I don't remember the last time I was awake at two in the morning. Uh, it's like, okay, well, you know, and, but you know what? I was sitting there saying to myself, "If they can do it for an entire day, I can stay up two hours past my bedtime." <laughs> I think I'm officially putting podcasting for 24 hours on my Murtaugh list after this, though. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I think, I think you 
deserve to. Mm. Uh, but, uh, all right. Well, um, I'm here to do what I can. What do you want to chat about? What do you want to? Hey, anything? Where would you like the conversation to go? <laughs> At uh, this point, you can take the wheel. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm, I'm technically restraining myself from saying I draw over your artwork every time I see it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we are being really good right now to not just be going, I love you so much. We might just be like complete fangirls. Yeah. Well, one, um, it's totally okay because I'm I'm extremely fragile and uh, (laughs) I I need that sort of support. Uh, uh, And... uh, it's it's lovely to hear somebody say that. So I I really do appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, you know it's it's funny because my wife uh, who is uh, uh, who's also awake. She's working on uh, artwork for San Diego Comic Con, which we have in something like ten days. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, have you ever been? Have either of you ever been to San Diego Comic Con? No, it's on no, the bucket list. Sulk. To go. <laughs> I, I, both would love to. It's it's slightly. It's the getting there. Yeah, it's the getting there. It's the getting there. I think once yeah, once I'm there because I'm a bit frightened of flying uh, and I've never done it before. So it's the getting because you can't really take a boat. Like <laughs> that'd take you a billion years. Um, so that's not a plan. Uh, so yeah, we'd have to do a sort of Mr. T drugging milk situation, sort of me out <laughs> once I get there, uh, type thing. And then I think the actual idea of it, cause I don't know if you, well, I, I do know you've been to British cons cause I met you at one once and I was stupid. <laughs> uh, but we won't remind you of that. Um, <laughs> um, but like UK cons compared to what I hear of places yeah, like yeah. San Diego, it's like we have like 10 people where you guys have like a billion. <laughs> it's really like terrifying to mm. me that there'd be so many people in one room that A, I love and admire and B, you know, who are also like desperate for your attention. So it's like, <laughs> it's like, I want you to notice me, but also I'm terrified of you because you're so great that I don't know how I'd cope. I think I'd have a brain meltdown. I had enough problems just meeting Kelly Sue DeConnick last year. Mm. Where was that, this at? Uh, last year at Thought Bubble um, in oh. Leeds. We, uh, I genuinely thought I was going to be sick in the queue to meet her because she was kind enough to actually chat to people at the table. So mm. the queue, we, it took quite a while to go down. So it gave us a lot of time to be like, what do what we say? <laughs> what do we say to not seem stupid? How do I, can I hug her? Will she mind? She probably will she mind. Probably Look be. how pretty she is. I'm going to be sick. Like... <laughs> Thankfully, yeah. Stace wasn't sick. No. I walked away with a few bruises, um, but signed books, and Stace, you got a fist bump. I yeah, I did. Jealous. I was amazed. <laughs> and I haven't washed that hand since. No, that's a lie. <laughs> you know, and also, I think that the, the longer the time you have to wait, you know, before you meet the person you want to meet at the show, mm-hmm. that's just extra time for you to get, um, to almost psych yourself out. Oh you yeah. Know, like if you actually if you bumped into them in the restroom or uh, you know you, you you just ran into them on the street you might be so surprised that you just have a sort of a genuine moment but I I I've done that myself. I mean I'm I'm a fan of so many things that I'll go if I'm at a show I'll go hey somebody whose work I've always admired is over there. I want to go wait in line. And the longer you wait in line you you really sit there and you play out every possible scenario. And, you know, it's, it's almost unfair because the person you're waiting to see isn't thinking that. They're just trying to get through each and every encounter in whatever way they do that. Um, what's funny was uh, we did, um, my wife Allison and I, we did uh, uh, an autograph show at the Excel Center in London. Um, I think it was like back in 2006. Mm-hmm. And Christopher Lee was there. Mm-hmm. And 
Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I've been. You know, he doesn't travel. Um, uh, he doesn't go to like conventions in other countries. So it's like, wow, this is our only chance to ever see Christopher Lee. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we got to go up and see him. And we found out that he, you know, he wasn't signing anything except his CD. He had done an album and he was selling it. And I was like, going, well, God bless. I'll, I'll, I'll gladly pick that up. Um, and we got there and we were the only two, it was, you know, we waited until the middle of the day and we had a little bit of a free time. Uh, so we went over there and we were the only people to walk up to see him. He was eating his lunch. So there's, there's Christopher Lee. There's Dracula. There's Saruman eating like a, like a tuna fish sandwich. And, <laughs> and we're like, okay, sorry to bother you. He's like, oh yes, come out. Here, here. <laughs> That's really now, good. <laughs> my, my wife, I, 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 I made a list of things that I would not do on this phone call, this podcast right now. <laughs> and I make the horrifically rude mistake every time I hang out with my, my, my English friends is I, I do English accents. <laughs> it's the most asshole American thing I'm capable of doing because I'm going, oh my God in heaven, what the hell do I sound like to them? It would be as if you started talking to me in, in your John Wayne impression. And I'd be like, what are they doing? Uh, I, and I, my last trip to, to, to England was last, it was in December. We, we actually took a trip for fun and we uh, went to see the Harry Potter studio tour oh, i really want to do that me too oh you have to it's the best thing ever and uh we went with uh adi granov and his wife and his wife is uh is british and uh, uh oh to have been on that trip <laughs> oh it, it, was, it was it was great but like i i by the end of the trip i said I, every time i talk to her and i relate something i do the accent and i'm going i i, I sound like a complete douchebag stop <laughs> um but we're, we're, we're going up to see christopher lee and my my wife gets super excited she gets super like oh my god this is like (laughs) and i i turn her and i said look um he he you know he he notoriously did not enjoy making the star wars films so don't mention star wars and this was right at the time when he was pissed off because this the saruman scene for return of the king got cut from the opening of the theatrical version but it was eventually restored to the extended edition of uh, Return of the King. So he was kind of pissed at Peter Jackson at the same time. So I said, <laughs> hey, don't mention Star Wars and don't mention Lord of the Rings. He's done a lot of other stuff, right? And she's just sitting there, and I, I know her. I know, I, I know my wife. So I could, I could feel her percolating, just like, like a <laughs> ready to go over. And we get up there, and we're like, uh, you know, like, like, uh, oh, hey, how you doing, Mr. Lee? It's a pleasure to meet you. He's like, or whatever. And my wife just, like, like a bottle rocket ready to go off. She goes, I loved you on Star Wars Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and I just felt everything in me just go, God damn it, you know. And God bless him. He was so sweet about it. He was, you know, and I think, you know, no matter what age, uh, you know, a heterosexual guy gets to, when you have... Uh, uh, a girl talking to you, you put your special set of rules in place where you're like, oh, well, I'll let her, you know, say whatever she wants. I mean, if I had said it, he probably would punch me. Uh, <laughs> and he just was like, oh, well, you know, and he, he talked to her about Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, and I was like, god damn it, you know? So I, had st- I had to stand there and watch it happen, you know, and uh, so, uh, that wouldn't happen to me. Damn, damn you, wife. Uh, <laughs> Uh, same thing happened when we uh, um, we did a, we did um, a, a show in Calgary, Canada, 
which is an amazing show. It's a wonderful show. It's, everybody there is like unbelievably nice and polite, even by Canadian standards. Uh, uh, <laughs> the, uh, um, the, 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 the guest list was, was amazing and through the roof and, and the fans were sweet and they were, they were doing my favorite thing, which was buying lots of artwork. I was like, <laughs> like, Oh, I can go home and, and, and pay off a little bit more of my house. God bless you. Thank you. Uh, and, uh, they had a couple of the actors and actresses from uh, Game of Thrones. They had Peter Dinklage and uh, I want to say her name right, Lena Headey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. do, you, do, you, do you guys watch Game of Thrones? Do you? I don't, but Shockingly I do know who no. they are. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know who both the actors are, but I don't call myself a nerd. It's, I've, it's, I've tried, just not got on with it, that's all. But I, I, you know, but I appreciate you being honest about that. I mean, in, when I was checking in on your podcast earlier today, you were being very forthright about the the things that you are fans of and the things that no, you haven't checked out yet, or you're not interested in, or you just haven't gotten to yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Peter Dinklage plays, you know, Tyrion Lannister. I mean, it's not just the three of us talking. There's, uh, I, I assumably fifty billion people are listening to this podcast. <laughs> so. Uh, yep, totally. Maybe <laughs> more like twelve. <laughs> Somewhere between twelve and fifty billion. Mm-hmm. At yep. least one of them has watched Game of Thrones, so they understand who I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, but you know Peter Dinklage. I mean, he was just in the uh, the latest X Men film. Oh yeah. He was. Yeah. Um, he's the same age as my wife, and they're from the same town in New Jersey. Oh wow. And I said to Alice when she found out that he was from the same town, I said, "Okay, you're the same age, which means you went to school." Yeah. At the same time, I said, didn't you notice him? Like, I mean, he's a, you know, he's a, he's, a small, he's a small person. And I said, that kind of stands out, you know. Uh, it's the same way if you had a giant in your class or somebody with three heads or just somebody who was just out of this sort of so-called norm. And she's like, no, no, I don't, I, I don't remember. But she did what exactly what you're talking about. She got her whole thing ready to go. She got her whole. She was standing there in line. We were waiting, going to go, going to go meet Peter Dinklage, and she got up to them and just started talking about all the landmarks from the town they grew up. <laughs> and I'm standing there with my hands in my pockets, looking like a moron, because I'm just sitting there, like you know. <laughs> and she's like, oh, do you remember like this, this ice cream place on blah, 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 blah. And he's like, yeah. And they had this sort of great little like hometown moment. And they talked for like five minutes and they, Allison got an autograph and he was like actually genuinely like pleased to talk to somebody from, from, from the hometown. And then when it was done, he looked at me like I was going to say something pithy and wonderful. And I, just, <laughs> I looked at him and said, I thought you were great in that one episode of 30 Rock. <laughs> And I and I ran away. Uh, (laughs) I've said this um, on the podcast before about cons is that I find them a really weird social situation because the amount of people that you must see who come to your table and talk to you, Mm -hmm. like what have I got to say that you haven't already heard from somebody else? So I feel like I want to go up and say something either incredibly witty or like find out something that we have in common so I can be like, hey, what about this thing? But then what I actually do is I just walk up and I go, hello, (laughs) (laughs) is you? I love you. I'm sorry. I'll go. Did I cut you off? I'm sorry. No, you're not. Right. Uh, the second thing you mentioned there is actually the way to go is to find something that you have in common because even you know the most raving egotist 
will eventually get tired of talking about themselves and hearing about themselves. Mm. And at a, in a convention, you know, where, where you've got that situation, which I refer to as the table, mm. you know, I'm on this side of the table and the fan is on the other side of the table. Or if I'm going to see Christopher Lee or Peter Dinklage or whoever, I'm the fan and they're on the other side of the table. And it, it's this weird, you know, you talked about the unusual social sort of environment of a convention. To me, mm. that table is the symbol of it's such weird. a barrier. Yeah. It's such yeah. a barrier. And the, th- the thing that, that breaks that barrier down is find something that both of you have in, in common that has nothing to do with, like, you know, what you want to come up and rave about your favorite person's work. And it, it works like a charm. I've, I've, I, I remember I was doing a signing once at a comic shop in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. That's that's like in the middle of America. That's out in the the, the lakey part with all the uh, uh, very flat, lots of lakes. And this this store appearance was dead. I was just we were just sitting there just like watching Simpsons on a television, and we're just like bored out of our minds. And near the end, the guy who was running the shop said, "Hey, down the street is an art gallery, and they've got one of the animators from Disney Studios." And I was oh. like, "Oh, let's go down there." And it turned out, it turned out to be Mark Henn. Um, who is like, he, he animated Jasmine. He, he, he was, he's a very, very, um, you know, they'll, they'll give certain characters to certain animators because they're good at certain things. And yeah. he's good at doing the female characters. Like I said, he did Jasmine. I believe he did Ariel. Um, uh, just, no. just his list of stuff. And he was talking about having, getting, re- having, getting ready to leave for China for this new movie called Mulan that they were working on. I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. <laughs> Now, I was standing in line, and you said, you know, like we were talking about earlier, that, that, that line where you're sitting there, you're going, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? And everybody was coming up going, oh, my God, I love, you know, Disney, and I love this cartoon. And, I, and, and, and you know, he's hearing it, and he's being nice, and he's being pleasant. And I don't know if he's being pleasant on purpose, like because he's a nice guy, or because Disney has put some sort of lojack, like, transponder in his skull. And if you say something like, you know, I am so fucking sick of talking about Ariel that like he gets an electric shock I don't know what happened, but he was super, he was super duper sweet and nice but he mentioned I heard him talking to people about uh, art that he liked mm. and I don't know much you know I'm actually kind of a kind of a moron when it comes to stuff but I did learn a trick from a friend that uh, he says don't don't really take if you're a moron and you know you're a moron don't take the time to learn stuff he said just learn three facts about every subject in the known universe that'll get you through any cocktail party encounter you you know whether it's fashion whether it's sports whether it's the world cup whether it's uh um no no matter what it's three things and let the other person do the talking and then every once in a while throw one of the three things out that you know and let them gab on and they think that you know what you're talking about because you sat there with a drink on "Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Okay, good. <laughs> and Mark Henn, actually, this Disney animator, famous Disney animator, mentioned that he was a big fan of classic American illustration. And I, what, I actually knew a little bit about that. So when I got up to him, I didn't talk about uh, the films or anything. I said, oh, do you own any art from classic American illustrators? And he was like, what? And I said, yeah, I heard you mention it. What, what do you have? And he talked with me for like 20 minutes about his art collection. And everybody else just gave me dick eye. Everybody, <laughs> every people behind me were like, first off, you're, he, you know, he was giving everybody three minutes and that's it, and you're taking up twenty minutes. 
Uh, and they were like, and also they were looking at me like, how dare you have a conversation with him like he's a human being? There's, can't you see there's a table in between you? <laughs> yeah, I mentioned um, I mentioned a bit earlier about when I met um, Simon Pegg, Edgar Wright, and Nick Frost, and um, I was quite lucky wait, wait, in that. I, hang on a second, you met them? I did, yeah, to Sean of the Dead signing in London. Um, okay. Can I? It was. Can I call you a cunt? Quickly? Yes, you can. <laughs> Go ahead. Good, good. <laughs> I am so jealous of you. Okay, proceed. Well, I had um, I had a bit of an experience because um, Simon Pegg had clearly got up on the wrong side of the bed that day, and uh, he was a little bit grumpy. And he sort of signed my DVD and just slid it across to Edgar Wright, who's who uh, tried to tried to make it up by giving me a nickname, which was uh, Stasis, which never really caught on. Um, but then he sort of slid my DVD, and I was um, I asked them if they wouldn't mind signing my autograph book as well, because my autograph book has basically nobody in it. <laughs> um, and I was like, it's sad, please fill it up. Um, so they were kind enough to do that for me as well. And as it was sort of passed down to Nick Frost, he had a he was like, I'm just going to look through your autograph book if you don't mind. And there were only two other autographs in there. Uh, one was Melvin Burgess, who's a, an author who I really like, and the other was Philip Pullman. Um, who wrote the His Dark Materials trilogy mm. uh, and all that business and I love him and he's amazing um, and Nick Frost went the Philip Pullman and I was like yeah and he was like you've met Philip Pullman I was like yeah and he just started nerding out about Philip and we had a really long conversation about the, the books and then he was telling me how he'd seen the stage show and I was just like oh, I love you this is brilliant and then the security guard was like fuck off yeah there's a queue <laughs> I was like oh ruined my day but I also my surname used to be Frost so at the time I was like let's bond over that as well <laughs> it was lovely he's such a nice guy mm-hmm. and, and you had a you had a genuine moment with him as opposed to a, like a fan actor moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? it was really nice because like sort of sort of when I'd met Simon Pegg and he was a little bit grumpy, I was like, oh, this isn't going to be worth the £30 train to get here, is it? But then it totally was. Um, I got a photograph with Nick Frost, actually, that I found the other day. Hmm. So I found my autograph book and I tucked it in there and I didn't half look fat. <laughs> It's like a photo from like five stones ago, and <laughs> like lost a bit of weight since then. I look like I've packed food up in my cheeks for later, but I don't care because Nick Frost is in the background going. <laughs> it's wonderful. That yeah, was a every, good day. Every um, every Halloween, I tweet him and Simon Pegg the the photo of my wife and I as Sean and Ed from <laughs> Sean of the Dead. Uh, and they never, and they, I, I, I either go, okay, they've just got so many followers that they don't notice it, or my, my, my big fear is they know me and my work because I, I get, I get the impression they know comics at least a little, mm-hmm. and they, and they hate me. <laughs> <laughs> That's not possible. No. <laughs> you never know. I, 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 my mutant ability is to magically piss people off by doing nothing. Or not even trying, and uh, but every it's become a, a, a tradition now. Like 6 p.m. on on Halloween, I go okay, send it to these guys. And uh, actually, I've I've got um, I've got Twitter open. I'll I'll tweet it so you guys so you folks can see it. Uh, have you ever seen my wife and I as as Sean and Ed? No, I don't think I have. Oh, it's 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 magical. It's actually. Uh, uh, we, we were at a, a party. It was one of those. Have you ever been to a Halloween party where like nobody shows up in a costume, and you just <laughs> you feel really really stupid? Uh, I've, I've been to a lot of those in my life, and uh, this party actually everybody except like two people 
showed up in a costume. And it was a, it was like a scene from a movie. Everybody was in an awesome costume. And they had a big, uh, they had a big, like, like, uh, um, a vote. They had a, a contest to see who won. And I think it's rude to vote for yourself. I think that, I think that's, that's not fair play. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I voted for, uh, some other friends who have actually won. And I went, well, fuck them. They, uh, they, I would have won if I hadn't voted for them because I'm decent. And, uh, <laughs> To be fair, it was it was another it was another couple, um, and they were dressed as the dude and Walter from the Big Lebowski. So we had a lot of awesome gender bending going on. I was going to say that's a pretty good a pretty good costume situation. Yeah. See, I only have one embarrassing. Let's tweet somebody a fancy dress costume story, and it was actually to you, and you responded, so it was great. <laughs> Wait, it was to me. It was to you. It was. Uh, I was really drunk. I um. I I thought. Oh, it was a birthday party three years ago, maybe. Mm. Dressed up as Zatanna and just thought, wouldn't it be great if Adam Hughes knew I'd done this and just sent you a photo <laughs> like, hello, look at me. Which was I felt like the following morning. I was like, what is wrong with me? Why did I do this? Uh, but you responded, so it's really nice. It's like, oh, thanks. He humoured me. <laughs> You know, I, the the funny that's the funny thing about about Twitter is I I try to respond to as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. I, I I think it's like the least you can do. I mean, how long does you know twenty or thirty characters take? And you know, it, I'd like it if fucking Simon Pegg would answer me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's what's your uh, Twitter uh, handle again? It's Stace Bob T. Stace Bob. <laughs> Yeah, there like, spon- like SpongeBob, but with more Stacey's. All right, I, I'm, get, I'm, I, I just tweet- get really, get really excited oh, when 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 famous people tweet me. I get nervous because I feel like, did I drunk tweet them the night before <laughs> or something and say something really seriously daft? Because <laughs> that's entirely possible. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah. yeah, that's a good face yeah. as well. Yeah. A good Ed face. Because I, fo- I, f- I follow your wife on Twitter as well, and uh, when she posts her artwork, which is also just deliciously delightful. <laughs> I'm so very just disgusted by all your talents, quite frankly. <laughs> oh. Your art is what I'd like to call lickable. Like, if I want to eat it, I think that's impressive. Mm. And I do want to eat your art quite frequently. It's lovely. Pretty oh, much I- all the time. That's yeah. going to be. I'm going to use that as a pull quote. I was going to say, is that the weirdest thing you've ever? Heard? No, it's not. It's. I'll actually have that on the. Like, if I ever do another coffee table book, I'll put that on the back as. A, oh, I love that book. It's I so just lush. bought that book, your cover art uh, run book, for with some birthday money. And nothing to do with the fact that we're going to Thought Bubble. And Thought Bubble as well was really <laughs> helpful with that. But I always wanted it, and now I finally got it. And I was reading. I was loving the, your um, your commentary all the way through it as well, and the fact that you hate Alex Ross. <laughs> I I, I I lovingly hate Alex. I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you uh, hate him in a loving way that you get. You went and designed that fantastic armour, which is gorgeous. And now I've got to draw it. <laughs> uh, it I, I wanted to thump my own eyes out while I was drawing it. <laughs> it was so bad. And the funny thing is, I met Alex at a San Diego Comic-Con before he became Alex Ross, all caps, with the Flash Gordon symbol in the middle. And... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, he was so humble with his hat in hand, and he like called me Mr. Hughes, and I was just like, <laughs> "Your work is amazing, sir." I mean, he wasn't that much younger than me, um, and but he was just all, "Oh gosh, golly gee whiz!" And you know, now of course he's <laughs> he's the emperor of of ice cream, so he's just you know, uh, he's so important. Uh, I, I tell you something about um, 
about the book, Cover Run, uh, available uh, at all fine booksellers. I, I, mm-hmm. I'll do a little Amazon. blurb for myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just go to Amazon. <laughs> If uh, yeah, if there were still bookstores uh, around, <laughs> yeah. I would okay. say go to one. But yeah, you have to go to yeah. online to get it. Um, when I did that book, we tried to get that book made for years, and DC finally just got tired of us asking me and my my editor, <laughs> and they they gave it to us, and we took it away from the people who were supposed to be designing it, and said, look, we'll just give you 208 pages in three months with everything mm-hmm. done. Just leave us alone. And uh, now, when you do something like this, they they pay you in advance. They give you like a, a a nominal sum that you live off of while you're working on it, and it's deducted from your eventual fingers crossed royalties. Mm-hmm. And they sent me this advance, and it was like I thought it was pretty nice. I was like, oh, well, that that that'll keep me in you know ramen noodles and tap water until <laughs> you know royalties come in, and. Um, uh, and they were, and they were like, okay, we'll work on the cover and, you know, you get your, get your sketches together and your preliminaries and get all this stuff and start uploading. And I was like, okay. And they said, okay, start writing it. And I said, quoi? You know, <laughs> well, they're like, yeah, they, we want you to write this. And I said, I thought you were going to have some kind of pundit or something interview me and take my ums and my likes and the fact that I used literally and basically in every sentence (laughs) eliminate all that and make me seem like an intelligent human being. And they said, no, no, we want you to write it. And all of a sudden that advance became, that's, it it became small. (laughs) I was like, "Ah." every day I had to sit down and write. So I, I wrote that. I wrote that book, and everybody. I mean, I I, I I love the fact that people enjoy my artwork because I am my least biggest fan in the universe, uh, and I I really love the fact that people enjoyed the writing on it because mm. uh, I I I live in mortal terror of boring people to death, especially people who who've paid to get in. Like right now, I could I could give a shit because um, <laughs> this is free, you know. Well, like if somebody paid to buy my book, I'm going, oh my god, I'm being stupid. And so I wrote the book what uh, I referred to in the Hemingway style, the Ernest <laughs> Hemingway style, which was every day when I sat down to write, I mixed myself a pitcher of margaritas. <laughs> and I was pretty much pissed the entire time. That does uh, explain a lot now. <laughs> uh, and I've heard from people. Now, I tried to write each entry in there in what I call bathroom-sized dollops of information. Like, if you, have to, if you have to go to the toilet, take my book, and you can read one entry while you're doing your business. Um, I've actually mentioned to people uh, that, like, you know, I wrote the book pretty much drunk. And some people have gotten back to me and said, hey, I mixed myself a picture of margaritas while I read your book, and your book actually makes a lot of sense if the person receiving it is just as inebriated. So, uh, you know, I highly encourage you to go out there and get yourself just as drunk as possible. And, and, and just, you know, you'll taste color, you'll see things no person has ever seen, um, and the, the book will just open up portals. <clears throat> I just found, uh, it very, I found it very coherent without the need of alcohol, because I don't drink it anyway. But <laughs> I don't know how we're friends. I, d- I, know. I don't know. <laughs> Because I'm a hu- well, because I'm a huge Wonder Woman fan. So having mm. your cover art on that run was just the tits. I loved it. <laughs> um, but what I found interesting was reading, and I hadn't realised because I was obviously just blinkers on blind to it that people moaned at you about her boots, and I thought yeah. her boots were great. I her really, boots. Her What's boots. wrong with her boots? Because um, 
Adam did a slightly different design, so it wasn't like the stiletto, which is ridiculous for someone like Wonder Woman to, mm-hmm. to run in and take an eye with anything. that thing. Yeah. <laughs> and put, put her in more, you know, <clears throat> just better working boots, basically. And I always liked them. <laughs> I had seen um, a, a picture of a, of, a, of, a, of a woman in these soft calfskin boots. And I was like, "Oh, they're really neat. I mean, they're they're sort of very form-fitting with a heat with a with a sole on the bottom, but they're sort of loose and a little saggy with lots of interesting artistic, you know, pleats and 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 folds." And I was like, "Oh, be neat if Wonder Woman had something like that." And I'm one of those people. I'll draw it until somebody tells me to stop. Mm. And if if somebody says, "Hey, Adam, stop." drawing Wonder Woman's boots and they wet their hand and smack me and I go, ouch, okay, I'll stop. You know, if I'm, if I'm making Catwoman look like Audrey Hepburn and somebody says, hey, stop doing that, you know, I go, okay, I'll stop. Nobody ever tells me to stop. That's so um, true, yeah. <laughs> um, are you familiar, are you familiar with the, uh, the, the, the DC character Power Girl? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Very much so. And I quite liked some of the illustrations you did of her. Okay. <laughs> now, you, you're aware that Power Girl is known for having a, a rather large bosom. Mm-hmm. Just a bit, yeah. <laughs> um, this is this is a true story, and I got this straight from the horse's mouth, or rather, the horse's assistant's mouth. Um, uh, Power Girl was being drawn, maybe even created by an artist named Wally Wood. who was an American comic book artist who is no longer with us, and he drew very voluptuous female characters all the time, and he was drawing. The book that she was appearing in, this was sometime in the 1970s, uh, I believe it was uh, Young All-Stars, might be All-Star Squadron, but I think it was Young All-Stars, and at the time, he had an assistant whose name was Keith Giffen. Keith Giffen went on to become a famous uh, American comic book uh, writer and artist, and I worked with Keith on Justice League back mm-hmm. in the late, late 80s, early 90s, mm-hmm. so Keith told me this story, and uh he said that one day Wally came in and he was talking about Power Girl's breasts. <laughs> he, he, he said Wally just came in and sat down and said, Keith, every issue we're going to draw them a little bit bigger until someone tells us to stop. <laughs> and Keith, Keith said, and he swear to God, this story is actually true. Keith said it was nine issues. Nine <laughs> Nine issues of gradual breast enlargement before one of the editors at DC said, what the hell are you guys doing? And I'm not making this up. It's not because we're, we're all perverts who are, 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 are breast obsessed. Some of us are, uh, but not all of us. Um, there actually is an unspoke, because Wally Wood uh, is no longer with us. Wally is one of the last of the old school American mm. comic book guys who, mm-hmm. you know, drank with one hand and had a pencil with a cigarette in the other hand. And uh, Wally uh, took his own life rather than go on kidney dialysis. He, he, had, he, had, you know, he, was, he was ill, and he said, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. So he just ate a bullet. And um, uh, that was back in the early 80s, if I'm not mistaken. And mm. I, I, all of us who work on Power Girl, at, at, we all have this sort of like, we stand up and we salute Wally, and we go... We're going to draw Power Girl as busty as possible because of that, <laughs> that poor bastard's memory. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, so, like, when I was, uh, you know, back, back to Wonder Woman's boots, I just did it because I thought it was kind of cool. And this was really 
before I was on the internet a lot. So I, I you know, nowadays you get instant feedback. If you do something mm-hmm. wrong or you do something right, everybody knows instantly. Mm-hmm. And you know, me, meaning that the people who create it, and I had no idea that people were not enjoying the boots. And you know, um, you know, it's it's one of those things. I, ironically, uh, right now I'm working on a Wonder Woman cover. Uh, you know, DC has uh, uh, Sensation Comics. They brought Sensation Comics back, which was the original, you know, yeah. birthplace of Wonder Woman. Yeah. And uh, I'm doing, and you know, I'm doing what feels to me like it's probably the last Wonder Woman cover I'll ever get asked to do. And uh, it's interesting that you mentioned that because I'm sitting there going, how should I draw the boots? <laughs> should I draw like Wonder Woman's classic, you know, slightly more for- – I would I would never give her the heels because you're right. That is ridiculous. Yeah. But like, you know, the more form-fitting like a wrestler or a whatever. Or should I go, ah, just give everybody the – you know, just to <laughs> – and go, I'm going to draw the, the saggiest, you know, baggiest Wonder Woman boots I ever drew just to go, it's my last time. Go to hell, all of you. <laughs> Just uh, put in a pair of, like, really tiny, like, pixie-style, like, Robin shoes. Yeah. <laughs> See if anyone notices. And then just the ribbon straps going up the legs. Yeah. Yeah. Go, Gladiator go for shoes. Grecian. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I really like the cover you did for Wonder Woman where it was the modern Wonder Woman with the Golden Age. Mm. And I didn't realise till I read your book that you actually also illustrated the Golden Age Wonder Woman as well on yeah, that cover. Every- Everybody thought that I, I had just taken an existing cover and, and slapped my Wonder Woman on top of it. Yeah. And uh, that, that, you know, part of me is like, haha, I'm, I'm such a great art forger that nobody noticed. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the other part was me like, well, you can all go to hell. That took me a you know? <laughs> uh, uh, And it, it, was, it was weird. Um, that was in a, a strange period where they were letter, letting us do whatever we wanted. You know, um, I, I've worked on a lot of. I've been the cover artist on a lot of books that were uh, circling the drain, as they say in the medical profession. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I did I did Tomb Raider covers when that book was like you know getting ready to be canceled. Uh, uh, Catwoman was supposed to be canceled almost the entire time that I worked on it. And when you're working on a book that is ready to to, to be canceled, mm. nobody cares what you do. <laughs> because it, it doesn't it doesn't matter if you do a good job or not. It's just hey, we have to have five more issues, or hey, we have to have twelve more issues. If you're working on something like that, you know, it is that is a big deal that nobody's mm. ever ever gonna like. Yeah, you know, we're not gonna cancel Superman. You know, hey, we're yeah. not gonna cancel Spider Man. They kind of like all the guys with suits and ties get together and and go over every cover detail. A, little, a book like Wonder Woman, you know, there's a you know there, there's a reason why. Superman has nine titles and Batman has 11 titles and Wonder Woman has one title because Wonder Woman's got one title and it hardly ever sells well. Mm. It's really, it's really weird. Regardless of how good the comic is or not, people seem to like Wonder Woman more as a, as an identity, as a sort of a cultural thing than actually to, you know, get interested in her monthly adventures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So nobody was reading Wonder Woman at the time. So they just let us do whatever we wanted and, they said, oh, Wonder Woman goes back in time. It's a Golden Age story. And I said, oh, could I do like a retro Golden Age cover? They were like, sure. And I said, can I draw the old logo? Like, we don't care. I said, can I draw the old DC bullet? Sure. And I said, can I put the old pricing on it? They were like, we don't care. Stop calling. <laughs> <laughs> and when it got done, I was just kind of like, everybody was like, oh, wow, that's amazing. I'm going, no, this is what happens when yeah. you let certain artists and writers have like all the rope in the world. Yeah, free reign and just let them have at it. So, I, I mean, I, I think we, Stacey and I, kind of sort of like that 
when you draw women, you just draw them to be beautiful. And it's not objectifying. It's the facial expressions. They look alive. That's the thing that I like is that a lot of people draw very, like, you know, attractive comic characters, Mm. but they don't look like people Mm. necessarily because they don't have any expression in their face or they don't seem, you know, they're just there very dead, like a, like a model almost, Mm. like just slapped on the the cover of a, of a book. Whereas that I love the cover of the, um, cover run book because it's so, Wonder Woman's faces on both of them are so expressive. Mm. Um, yeah, I could, I'm sorry, I could just have a little fan wank all over this. I should probably <laughs> shut up. No, but it's like, I like the, um, like the, the little picture we got here, the, the DC women all in white, apart from Catwoman, mm-hmm. who was put into black, which was brilliant. And they all look beautiful and gorgeous like actual and actual women. Yeah. <laughs> all different shapes and sizes. And you, we- they're just reaching in touch. Sort of, without being creepy weed. <laughs> Just grope a boob. Yeah. Um. But you know, it's funny. Like people, people will, people will ask about that, mm. and they'll go, what, "What is it?" You know, I mean, every everybody draws, um, overly glamorized characters. You know, unless you're drawing a character that's meant to be hideous. Nobody draws somebody who's just sort of middle of the road, average looking in your sort of in your mainstream superhero comics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, people will say, "Hey, Adam, how come your characters don't get picked on?" My, you know, my female characters for being, like you said, just you know, like like a blow up live doll um, that doesn't seem to be inhabited by a soul at any point. You know, <laughs> and I, it's it's weird because like when 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 people come up and they ask. Um, technique questions they want practical answers you know Mm. you use this pencil you use this circle template to draw the boobs you draw whatever they don't want to hear you come up with some sort of weird zen yoda answer where you're like oh you have to you have to be the ball yeah you know (laughs) that's the last thing they want to hear because they're going what the hell what the what are you on old man you don't just tell me how to draw boobs you know and i'm like but i always tell people when 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 they say like what's the what's the trick yeah to to separating, you know, the uh, a beautiful woman from an inanimate, uh, you know, like, sex object. Mm. And I always tell them, I said, well, what's the character thinking mm. when when you draw them? And they, and they look at me, they blink, and they go, what? And I go, <laughs> you have to draw the character from the inside out. Mm. You have to go, okay, well, what's Wonder Woman feeling at this exact moment? What's Catwoman thinking at this exact moment? And if you know what they're thinking and they're feeling, then you can go, well, I know what facial expression to give them. I know what body language to give them. And I do it because it helps me go, okay, well, now I know what, ta- you know, the cover run, Catwoman running away, stealing all the covers, all the comics. It's like, okay, she's being mischievous. She's looking back. She's like, haha, you can't catch me. I can run faster than all the boys. Uh, and I go, okay, that's all I need to do to give her, a, you know, it's, it's like form follows, you know, f- form follows function. Mm. And but what it also does is it makes the character kind of come to life. Yeah. It gives them it gives them a they're, they're they're not just there for you to look at and go oh I, you know I shall mentally undress you the rest of the way because you're not wearing much to begin with. Uh, you, you, <laughs> you actually sit there and go oh okay well and it, it works for any character. It's it's and I, I I people always ask they say hey why do you draw pinup art why do you draw female characters like you draw what you like you know bernie mm. writes and draws zombies because he likes to draw zombies yeah um some people um you know i assume that like the people that draw judge dread 
like to draw people getting punched. <laughs> the main main draw drawing, you know, you know, the adventures of Judge Red. I I happen to just like women and I like strong women, especially. Mm. And and that's one of the things why it's one of the reasons why I've stayed in comic books. Yeah. Uh when other sort of career paths have beckoned, I go, Well, but I still get to have a lot of creative freedom over here in comics and I get to draw beautiful, strong female characters. It's kinda of fun. You know, it's it's, it's better than it's better than having a real job. Is, is, <laughs> well, yeah, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Wait, I, and I love I love pinup art as well. Is it? Mm. You have to help me on his name. Is it Elf Green? Elf uh, Gil Elf Green. Elf Green. Love that work. I have mm. a big book of it at home, and it's just, you can just draw over it. It's <laughs> oh, just fantastic. I don't think there's anything much sexier there than like sort of forties forties women. Yeah, forties fifties women and mm. the pinup art of about that they time. They have shapes. Yeah. <laughs> They're just figures, basically. But you know, it's, I mean, everybody nowadays is so super sensitive about, you know, crossing a line and, and as it is what you're doing, um, is it demeaning somebody else? Is it, is it, is it, is it taking empowerment away from any other type of human being? And there's something about back then, and, and, and granted, everybody loves to glory, you know, glorify the old, oh, the good old days, you know, and <laughs> yeah. hey, people had it rough back then too. Mm. But nobody really got bent out of shape about all the the sort of the, the classic age of the pinup, because mm. I think that for the most part, especially in the hands of the artists who, who were really knew what they were doing and they were artists first and foremost, guys like Gil Elvgren, mm. um, it, it, and I and I, can, I and of course you know I'm a, I'm a white guy. So it's like I'm not a, I, I, I'm not allowed to have an opinion on matters of of, of um, sex or race because I mean I'm at the top of the asshole pyramid I'm not allowed to, <laughs> you know uh, uh, and I'm an American so it's just I you know I sh- should keep my mouth shut for a living <laughs> yet here I am on a you know 50 billion people listening to us on this podcast and I'm op- I'm, I'm I'm opening my trap about this but you know like you look at those old pinups and they're they don't seem offensive to me. They seem like all in good-natured fun, and that's as far as it goes. But they, that's um, what they are. I mean, it's exactly what they because I mean, they, so many were painted on the side of um, warplanes, um, mm. you know, and it's mm. exactly what they were. They were just harmless fun that would put a smile on a young man or anyone's face, basically. I mean, but so many, some of you were using Coca-Cola adverts as well. Mm. I mean, they might not show as much stocking as some of the others might, you know. <laughs> But no, there's 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 no harm in them, and I think that's what comes through in in your work and some others that do similar sort of things as well. I appreciate really that. Nice. I appreciate that because I, I I'm not setting out to you know mm. to make anybody angry or to, to exploit anybody. It's just you know I, I come from an I come from an older time when that kind of stuff <laughs> was, that stuff was innocent and 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 and, and harmless. Uh, although it's interesting that you mentioned Coca-Cola. I, I live in Atlanta, Georgia now, and that's where Coca-Cola was invented mm-hmm. or discovered, whatever, however it is. <laughs> I, I don't know. If, how it became. How it became. <laughs> and we have, a, uh, we have a Coca-Cola museum here in town, and they have a lot of original art oh, there. Lovely. And they've got so much original art that they rotate it out. And uh, for years... Uh, when they were at their old facility, they moved to a new one a few years ago. Mm. Uh, they had, uh, several Elfgren originals. Uh, they had a, a Norman Rockwell. Are you familiar oh. with him? Yeah, yeah. Love um, 
uh, all like a lot of their a lot of the, the original oil paintings and the um, somebody who has made who made you know this sort of you know the American version of Father Christmas you know Santa Claus mm-hmm. um, was made very popular by Santa Claus's appearances in Coca-Cola ads back in the 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 30s to the 50s mm-hmm. and there was an there was a painter named Haddon Sundblom who who did those and he painted very much in the same style as Elvgren that very lush oil painting with mm-hmm. rich colors and just glorious brush strokes and um uh you could just go down to the Coke Museum and just sit there and the, the, the originals were you could touch them they were so close that was just brilliant mm-hmm. oh, so I, I did I went to a um, one of the antique fairs with mum and dad in Norwich, and there's a guy there that sells, um, and he's mounted them, uh, old adverts from magazines, and he's got loads from like the 30s and 40s. And I got a couple of Coca Cola ones, and I've got one Christmas one with Santa, with placing bottles or something under a Christmas tree, <laughs> and then another one which I can't remember what it is now, but they're just both just lovely. Mm. And at some point in time, I'll get them framed and put on my wall, you know, when I take everything else down off my wall and rearrange everything. Well, what's on, what's on your wall now? Um, lots of signed autographs, and I've got um, a really big print. When I went to Nashville, I went to the Country Music Hall of Fame, and there's a hat show print of of the new Country Music Hall of Fame, and I got some prints from there. Um, and it's just because it's all original woodblock printing, and it's really because I'm a graphic designer, so I have, I love all that sort of stuff <laughs> as well. Um, so I have that at the moment, but. It, we're having a rearrange in the house and having some building done, so I'll have some oh. more wall space at some point. I need more wall space. Mm. My living room's become sort of a shrine to commissions. I know, yeah. Because <laughs> I've got two Bevis artworks. It's not up on the wall yet, and I need to get no, them. You need to put wall. those up. Yeah, because they're both really lovely. Um, and then I just have to get some, some prints from Adam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are doing Thought Bubble this year. We haven't imagined that, have we? Oh, yes. Um, um, I've got... Uh... I've got San Diego in, I think, 10 days, Baltimore, New York, and then Thought Bubble is my last show for the year. Yay. So, and, uh, I, 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 we, we did Thought Bubble, I think it was two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, we loved it. What a great show. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know, you mentioned earlier about the size of San Diego mm. compared, compared to the size of Thought Bubble and stuff like that. I don't like, San Diego because of its size. Um, I've been doing San Diego since like 1992 or 91. And I've watched it grow from being just, you know, it just used to be a big comic book convention to mm-hmm. this, you know, multimedia events where get out of the way, Hugh Jackman's coming, you know, and it's like, <laughs> uh, uh, it's, it's just so insane. And I, I actually prefer shows that aren't that big. I think I'd be overwhelmed because I think there'd be if I went to San Diego I think there'd be a lot of people there who I know I'm probably never going to see in mm. the UK mm. and so I'd be frantically just running around like hello 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 <laughs> like literally everybody and just not really get anything yeah. achieved yeah. <laughs> yeah and what what you know what sort of enjoyment do you get going okay here's a four and a half day show four and a half days and you might not get to do everything. Mm. That, that that's that that's something that's a little bit too big for its own pants at that point. <laughs> and uh, you know, we have, we you know here 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 in uh, America we have um, big shows that are smaller. 
than San mm-hmm. Diego. We've got a great show in New York now, finally. Um, um, you know, we've uh, you know, just, just got some some shows that where you can go to where you go. I am going to be busy the entire three days, but I will get to meet everybody that I want to meet, and I will have time to say hi to them. And that's one of the things I loved about Thought Bubble was I was never bored. I never sat there twiddling my thumbs like, okay, what a what, what a nice, quiet little show this is. Um, there was a constant flow of people. There was um, such a huge mm, uh, emphasis on all kinds of comics. You know, like we can get we can get a little too over here. We can get a little too mired in um, you know just Marvel and DC comics, just the big two mm-hmm. superhero companies. And I like it when the independent publishers or some of the not big two companies get represented and i granted i I think when we were at when we were at thought bubble there were two auditoriums and we were in one of them so i can't speak for the other auditorium but the one we were in it was just like every type of comic under the sun and it was so great um just i i i I love seeing diversity and especially when it's represented at a good show that's well attended yeah, and they had an extra room last year, didn't they? We yeah, there was a third rooms. room, but I don't know if they're doing that this year no. because um, that third room was like a, a something that was becoming a shop, mm. I think, and it hadn't quite become a shop yet, so they were like, can, we, still can we just go in there? Yeah. Um, so I don't think that's there mm. this year, but I, I, I could be lying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, last year there was like a metric shit ton of things <laughs> <laughs> to look at. Um and uh, like I've, I have, I have yet to look properly at the um, the guest list for this year, but I'm sure there's going to be a couple of people I can make a twatter of myself in front of. There are a few. There yeah. are a few. Yeah. But at least I might actually talk to Adam this year now. Okay. <laughs> I might yeah. get the bollocks. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah. I can go and talk to him about dogs. Talk to him yeah. about his two. Talk to him about my two. And, and then... I and I can just chime in. I'm scared of dogs. Sorry. Yeah. And run off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I used to be very scared of them. I've been attacked three times. Like, See, now I, I feel like a massive wuss because I've never been attacked and I'm still like, ah, a puppy. Faint. <laughs> now, what, what type of dogs do you have? Um, I have two Border Collies. Oh, wow. They're great. Yeah, one's a, a red male called Flynn. He's uh, seven. He's got one blue eye, one greeny grey eye, and Bonnie is, I want to say, two. <laughs> and she's a, a blue male, because um, Flynn's all white and brown and red, and Bonnie's more black and um, like shingled white all over, but she has got a blue streak that goes down her back. And they're just, they're adorable. I miss them terribly when I'm not there, and yeah. Bonnie is usually all over me, and Flynn, he does love me. He just takes a little bit of time coming to see me now. And... Uh, if Bonnie's not around, then he'll make sure that he comes in and gets some quality time with his mum. Mm. And then he sods off again. <laughs> <laughs> we um we did have a dog when I was younger, but he was... By the time I was old enough to register a fear of dogs, he was um so old that he was like... His, both of his back legs didn't work. Mm. He'd lost the majority of his teeth. Uh, his one eye had sort of gone. Mm. Um, what kind of dog was Kez, Mum? He was a border collie. He was, oh, he was the cutest thing. I mean, yeah. he used to scare the shit out of me because he had this habit of coming upstairs, going into our room and putting his head on my pillow. So I'd roll over and be like, ah, face! <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. Um, but he was, yeah, there was like, he couldn't bite you if he tried. He could like sort of gum you a yeah. bit. Um, he was lo- he was lovely. But I don't know what it is about dogs because I've never been attacked or... Mm. 
like nothing's ever happened it's just whenever i see a dog i think that's going to try and eat my face i need to go away now my two like i said before my two just lick a lot the most they would do is lick your face off yeah but that's frightening to me too (laughs) (laughs) mine are too soft really they're just bit they'd be great pat dogs if they weren't so poory yeah, just go take them into a hospital. They could be a pat dog. Poor got pull out a cable that's quite important. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <clears throat> just plug that in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're brilliant. <laughs> I do I wish I liked dogs. Uh, you know, the, the thing is, you could, you could change. I mean, that's... Mm. Uh, everybody's sort of likes and dislikes sort of, you know, grow and evolve as they get older. And, uh, you know, you might find yourself getting into dogs at some point. I, I think they're the greatest things ever. And, uh, um, you know, whenever I'm having a really, really crummy day, I've, I've got one dog that will always curl up with you. Yeah. Like, if you just lay down, the dog will just come over and just hang out with you. And it's like, you know, that's, that, that's, all, that's all I need to turn the frown upside down. Yeah. Yeah. No, my, my, mine are like that. They just, they know when you're not happy. They know when you're sad, and they always come in and make a big fuss of you. Or if you're Flynn, you don't because you're a bit of a bastard. <laughs> See, I can just, you know, there's cuddly toys, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> that works too. Yep. Yeah, that's fine. Or bear hug my mum. Or bit, yeah. Pounce. That's even better because you get a hug back. Yeah. 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 Whereas I, I hug Bonnie and she puts her head over my shoulder. Oh, like, that's Flynn funny. does on occasion, but then he's like, get off. <laughs> he's such a boy <laughs> I speak about them probably too much too fondly <laughs> we have managed to somehow talk about dogs a lot in the last 24 hours I've noticed have we? yeah I don't know like we seem to keep coming back to like the Ninja Turtles dogs and underpants somehow trying to get you to really like Dogs? I don't think it's going to happen. But even if we you know, dress them in underpants and make them look like turtles, no, that that might frighten me more. <laughs> that might put me off turtles. So no, let's not do that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, it's. I, it looks like I've been here an hour. Um, I'm going to politely scram because I'm <laughs> I'm in danger of falling asleep, and I. <laughs> I am such a monumental pussy because I have not been <laughs> awake for as long as, as you two. Um, but um, you're doing an amazing job, and it's totally worth it. And, you know, thank you so much for inviting me. Um, uh, I will be asleep in three minutes, honest to God. <laughs> um, and I think I, I, like, I pre-prepared the bed as, like, I will be done the podcast. <laughs> Just roll into it. <laughs> I've just yeah like yeah like like a like a cartoon character. I will just sort of like drift like a leaf <laughs> into the pre turned down bed. Um, good luck with the rest of your night. And thank you very thank much. You. Um, thank you again so much for having me. I look forward to seeing you again at uh, Thought Bubble. Is that November? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I might actually talk to you this time. Yeah. You, ha- you have to. You have to. I look and, forward uh, to just be able to meet you. That'd be lovely. <laughs> and uh, um, you know if I. Uh, if all goes well, I'll be, you know, like l- lunch drunk, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll just talk in my my terrible Christopher Lee impression the entire time. Yay! Brilliant! Oh, Curly yes. arms! Yay! Yay! <laughs> so, um, again, thank you both very much, and I hope you have a great rest of your your podcast. You're you're in the you're in the home stretch. 
The last half hour. Last half hour practically. We've got now, yeah. 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 I'm so desperate for a wee though. I thought, can I hold on till nine? Nope. 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 Well, Definitely I, can't. <laughs> I, I will go, so you can go. And, uh, uh, you, you ladies have a, a fantastic sleep when this is done. Oh, we will. So it will be the best sleep. <laughs> oh well. All right. Thank, thank you. you so much for joining us. It's been wonderful. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much. Good night. Have a nice sleep. <laughs> sleep tight. <laughs> um, darling, would you like to know how much we've raised? Did we hit it? £825.67p. <laughs> Are you shitting me? No. You're not shitting me. <laughs> oh my god. Ah! Ah! We raised, oh We no. raised 110% oh with 36 gosh. donations. Oh, well, well I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a wait. Holy shitbags. <laughs> yeah, wait till you see who uh, donated the rest. That is a huge thank you to everybody. That's amazing. Wow. I'm so excited I could pee, but I'll wait. <laughs> oh, fantastic. What a brilliant way to end the podcast. Um, although we've got like half an hour left. Bugger. <laughs> we shan't end early. We promised 24 hours, so we'll do it. There's still time. You can still donate just because we hit a target. Doesn't mean you can't still donate more if you want to. It's uh, all the W's, justgiving.com forward slash S. PCP live so if you have a few spare pennies or pounds that you fancy just throwing in a pot throw it in the pot to go to this donation that'd be great operation smile getting a few smiles for this one though nice all right my dear yeah i actually can't believe we hit the target i was really scared for the last sort of little bit um, because when I looked at it and it was at sort of like six six twenty five or whatever yeah. it was, and I thought we're not we're not going to do that. Oh, but we're yeah, not going to do there's that. There's a bloody link, and I'll send it to it. I want to... It's just easier for me to push the link than actually. Uh... <laughs> Someone tweeted it. <laughs> Here it is. I can't believe what an absolute legend Adam Hughes is. Yeah, wait till you see. He's so lovely. Oh. <laughs> Oh, what an absolute darling. Oh, bless him. It was Adam Hughes. <laughs> the extra money. He'd already donated it. I'm going to cry. <laughs> That's <was> really sad. <laughs> oh, you guys. <laughs> He's donated £260. What a mental. I love it. <laughs> but thank you so much, you mental. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love you, but you're insane. <laughs> oh, I'm really overwhelmed. <laughs> That's oh dear. <laughs> Mom, I feel really bad that we dragged you over and didn't actually put you on the show. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to come and say some words? Got We've got like half an hour. <laughs> come and talk about how I sport the Walking Dead for you. <laughs> you have to look through that when I go pee. Holy shit, snacks! Um. <laughs> I am. Oh, well. Yeah, well, I think a few of the people at work um, haven't, like, said they weren't able to do it over this weekend um, because of, like, you know, commitments and not having 24 hours to listen to this. Um, so I'm 
there's hopefully going to be a bit more, but I'm genuinely like, I can't believe you did that. That's amazing. I have to admit, when I saw the target that you set, I was a bit... Well, this is the thing. I'd said beforehand I didn't know what to set because I don't know anybody who's ever attempted this, um, like, to know what sort of a target is a sensible target. And when I was working it out, I was working it out in... um, like uh, sort of increments of 150 because 150 is one surgery that they would um, that they would offer a child. Um, I feel like I've done Operation Smile a bit of a disservice. I didn't really explain what they do, but basically they give smiles back to children who can't do it, and it's kind of wonderful work. Um, but yeah, 150 quid is one surgery. Um, so I was sort of like, well, I feel like I feel like 600s an odd number. So I thought, oh, well, I'll get, like, 750's five, yeah, like, five surgeries is a nice round number of surgeries. I like that number. So I thought, I'll go for that. And then immediately as I set it, I thought, that's too high, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> what was that yeah. Um, yeah, I was slightly concerned, and I really didn't think we were going to do it just as we started talking to it. I can't believe he's done that. I know, I'm really quite... <laughs> he's so amazing. I'm going to kiss him at Thought Bubble, Can and he's going to regret to this. <laughs> gonna get like the biggest squudge yeah when we get to yeah he's he's gonna get humped and he's gonna hate me forever (laughs) but it's his own fault he's brought it on himself now (laughs) um i can't quite oh (laughs) i'm so sleep deprived and overwhelmed (laughs) i don't know what to say and i've got half an hour left (laughs) (laughs) um welcome Um, to um with stace bob (laughs) wow <clears throat> well, I actually I can't believe we've done this to be fair as well I know there was a period where I thought I am going to nod off and everyone's going to hate me <laughs> I didn't hear most of it I wasn't asleep for the entire <laughs> I, do, I do feel really bad mum that you came all the way here to bring us cakes that we haven't eaten uh, and then to sleep awkwardly on my sofa <laughs> <laughs> while I ramble and cry <laughs> oh. I'm used to it. <laughs> you rambling and crying well yeah yeah actually that's like commonplace yeah. <laughs> Um, if you're going to talk, by the way, you might want to come closer to the mic. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Such a chicken. <laughs> you gave me a slot. You put someone else in it. <laughs> put someone else in it. I thought you were asleep, so we just let Barry carry on talking. Um, I didn't want to wake you up because then I, I'd have felt really bad. <laughs> no, I heard all the Barry conversation. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. And oh. the and else, was it was it annoying for you to only hear half? <laughs> Oh god! I'm shaking. <laughs> Straight up shaking. Oh, that's probably just. Listen to the podcast. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> listen to you drop the seagull. Oh, she heard me, guys. Bugger. <laughs> me. If it helps, Adam Hughes called me one. <laughs> Does that? <laughs> He donated a shed load of money, so yeah, I let him off. I can't believe that. <laughs> 260 quid. When you said, like, wait until you see who it was, I was like, is it like Hugh Jackman? Like, just somebody I wouldn't expect at all to even know this was happening. Um, I can't believe he's done that. I know. Genuinely overwhelmed. Yeah. Don't quite know where to go for the next half an hour. I don't either. I'm tired. I'm, and yeah. I'm emotional. <laughs> That's what happens when you're overtired. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord <laughs> I, th- 
thing. Uh, um, so yeah, you know, it's like just a roundup of the entire thing, really, isn't it? Yeah, I am. Um, I actually, I am surprised we made it through. Yeah, but I'm happy that we did, and I think, I think, it, I think it was good. I think it was good. I, th- I think people will enjoy it. I think from all of the comments I've been getting through my Facebook feed and messages on my Facebook mm. and Twitter, everyone's really enjoyed it. That's good. And we just enjoy it. They'll probably enjoy us. it even more when I've edited out all the ums and ahs and bits where I sneeze okay. <laughs> um, I did keep the sneezing at bay, I think, considering my hay fever. <laughs> I managed to keep most of it away. The blowing the nose just can't be helped. Mm. You know, we'll just, and we'll just cut out the old uh, solo bits. We don't need those. <laughs> no, they're, they're the only bits I'm putting in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> solo bolo just for you. Yeah, um, I am going to take some time, just so you're all aware, after, like, sort of once we've uh, switched off to um, to actually reply to some mm. Facebooks and Twitters easies. and also people were sending me messages on Mixler but because I don't know how it works I was scared if I opened the page I'd start getting the echoey feedback yeah. like it'd play the show yeah. and I didn't want it to do that so I've ignored them all and there's messages from like when we started so <laughs> sorry um, sorry <laughs> um, I am going to actually reply to people's messages and things because I think it's lovely that people actually stayed up and listened and uh and and commented as long as none of the comments are things like shut up you stupid tart or something (laughs) unless that's from phil in which case i know it's uh, that said with love yeah it's coming from a loving place yeah oh i'm gonna be knackered tomorrow yeah so glad i'm not at work i'm I'm glad about that too (laughs) uh you do have the long drive ahead of you about a three hour drive home which i'm you know (laughs) I don't mind actually because once I get going, it'll be fine. Mm. It'll be fine. Oh, and it's raining. Hooray! Fantastic. There's so many moths in this kitchen. <laughs> I was getting really distressed at one point uh, when talking to Adam that there was a moth that just kept hanging around my face, and I was like, I want to squeal, but I will be a div. <laughs> Geek Syndicate people are waving at you, Mum. <laughs> Mum's waving back. She's eating what appears to be a triple chocolate cookie. Yeah, it's a it's a munchies chocolate. Oh, it's a munchies, munchies? cookie. Oh, nice. You guys. Breakfast. I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a cupcake for breakfast, but I haven't decided which one yet because Mum bought an array. Yeah. There's uh, there's red velvet. There is vanilla and double chocolate chippy thing with a little flake on top. That looks a bit fit. And there's also <laughs> lemon. Ooh, is lemon's more of a breakfast cupcake? I reckon. I'm yeah, not in the mood for food. <laughs> I think that's what happens when you eat your dinner at like eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah. and then eat a load of half nine ten, and then sort of like and oh, I'm not that hungry right now. But I'll eat some biscuits later, so I get that sort of feeling of Oof, I could throw up. <laughs> I did. You know, I was a little bit concerned. Um, around the time we sort of stopped talking to Jenny and started talking to Barry, mm. because I'd realised how much of the. Uh, Pretend I am a, a pretend Red Bull I'd drunk, yeah. And my stomach was just going, blah, 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 blah. and I was like, oh, I'm I'm blatantly going to either diarrhea or <laughs> vom right now um, on Richie's pillow. So- <laughs> yeah, I was a bit like, my stomach's not happy with me after dinner. Yeah, it was a good dinner though. It was a good dinner. Strippers I went down it. a tree. The strippers did go down a tree. <laughs> Quite like the strippers. I like them again. What yeah. now? Who were? Who Six strippers in a box, eh? <laughs> Cheap at half the price. <laughs> oh no, the sleep deprivation is clearly setting in. Oh, cry. <laughs> oh dear. Wow. I'm I'm almost like I've sort of come to the end, and I'm like a bit anticlimactic now. <laughs> I feel like I should get like I don't know um, somebody to like sing a song or something. 
Well, you should do Yakko's World. I don't think I could cope <laughs> right now. I can. Uh, Mum doesn't believe do I can do it, it do you? Do it. <laughs> I do think, though, my name fits perfectly into the bit where, you know, when the announcer does the and now, the and nations of the, the world, world with Stacey Taylor. But then she fails miserably and trips over That's all the fine. countries. You could just blame it on sleep deprivation. <laughs> That's true. I do I do genuinely know the order, I just can't say words. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> I apologise for my voice as well. <clears throat> United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru, Republic Dominican, Cuba, Caribbean, Greenland, El Salvador too, Puerto Rico, Colombia, Venezuela, Honduras, Guyana and still Guatemala, Bolivia, then Argentina and Ecuador, Chile, Brazil, Costa Rica, Belize, Nicaragua, Bermuda, Bahamas, Tobago, San Juan, <laughs> Paraguay, Uruguay, Suriname, and French Guiana, Barbados and Guam. <laughs> Norway and Sweden and Iceland and Finland and Germany now in one piece. Switzerland, Austria, Czechoslovakia, Italy, Turkey and Greece. Poland, Romania, Scotland, Albania, Ireland, Russia, Oman. Bulgaria, Saudi Arabia, Hungary, Cyprus, Iraq and Iran. There's Syria, Lebanon, Israel, Jordan, both Yemen's Kuwait and Bahrain. The Netherlands, Luxembourg, Bel- Belgium and Portugal, France, England, Denmark and Spain. This is where it gets fast and complicated. <laughs> Not that fast. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, India, Pakistan, Burma, Afghanistan, Thailand, Nepal and Bhutan, Kampuchea, Malaysia, then Bangladesh, Asia and China, Korea, Japan. Mongolia, Laos and Tibet, Indonesia, the Philippine Islands, Taiwan, Sri Lanka, New Guinea, Sumatra, New Zealand, and Borneo and Vietnam, Tunisia, Morocco, Uganda, Angola, Zimbabwe, Djibouti, Botswana, Mozambique, Zambia, Das said, oh fuck, Mozambique, Zambia, fucking hell, Gambia, Guinea, oh fuck, no, right, I can do this, I can totally do this, where was I, Tunisia, Morocco, Uganda, Angola, Zimbabwe, Djibouti, Botswana, Mozambique, Zambia, Swaziland, Gambia, Guinea, Algeria, Ghana. <laughs> Fuck you, song. Um, Burundi, Lesotho, the Malawi, Togo, the Spanish Sahara is gone. Niger, Nigeria, Chad, Liberia, Egypt, Benin, and Gabon, Tanzania, Somalia, Kenya, and Mali, Sierra Leone, and Algeria, Dahomey, Namibia, Senegal, Libya. Cameroon, Congo, Zaire, Ethiopia, Guinea-Bissau, Madagascar, Rwanda, Mayor, and Cayman, Hong Kong, Abu Dhabi, Qatar, Yugoslavia, Crete, Mauritania, then Transylvania, Monaco, Liechtenstein, Malta, and Palestine, Fiji, Australia, Sudan, in your face! (laughs) (laughs) No lyrics! Um, I have the utmost respect for Rob Paulson. (laughs) Like, that song has taken me shitting months. (laughs) Literally all I did on Thursday night was try and finish to learn it because um, I was all on my own in the house because Rich was at a festival and I was like how many more reruns of uh, Don't Tell the Bride can I watch before I throw up <laughs> so I just learnt that instead I was singing it in the shower I think my neighbours thought I was mad I am mad but that's not the part I'm impressed with myself that was very good I only stumbled a little bit a little bit Sorry. Has um, it gone up again? Yeah, Barry just told me to go check our... Stop singing, go check Just, just Giving page. Who has... Oh, who's that? Oh, you bless him. Is this somebody That's, you know? Yeah, Jamie. I used to... Oh, thanks, Jamie. Oh. I work with Jamie. Oh, thank you. Somebody's um, donated enough to make it an even 900. Oh. <laughs> Can we make it a 1,000? <laughs> 20 minutes. Come on, guys. Come on. Let's Thanks, do Jamie. this thing. Get Fuck off. <laughs> it's for the chill. Won't somebody please think of the children? 
<laughs> no, I'm. It's only half an operation, isn't it? Well, it's. Well, it's... Well, mother. Don't be. Don't aim too high. You're only setting yourself up for failures. <laughs> Surely I should get a hundred quid for Yakko as well. <laughs> Shall I tweet Rob Paulson? Go back in time, listen to that, and just, just give me just some money. <laughs> uh, has he? I forget. Um, a lot of people have done. I'm kind of amazed. I'm a bit in shock, and also I'm half asleep. <laughs> I need I need coffee. Otherwise, I don't want to go to sleep immediately after this because I will that will fuck me up for the rest of the week <laughs> sleep wise. Might have to watch the turtles or something. Okay, <laughs> sold. <laughs> Not Thelma and Louise again because I forgot how depressing that movie is. Yeah, it's like here's an almost rape. Here's a massive yeah. dickhead. Here's a suicide. Oh, he got me an egg. I want it. Don't throw it. I'll drop it or smash something. <laughs> My mum bought me a little turtle's egg that's got surprises in it. Yeah. Yeah. This is good podcasting because you can't see it can't at all. I can't see it, but... I hope whatever's inside is Donnie related. <laughs> not that I'm going to judge you if it's not mum because you don't know this. I'm actually genuinely shaking. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I don't know whether that's the sleep or all the sugar. the sugar levels have gone. Oh, ooh, jelly beans. <laughs> and oh, there's the sugar. <laughs> Yeah! Oh, it's the best. It's a little eraser that's got Donnie and Mikey on it. Oh. And some stickers. Stickers. Of Mikey and Leo. Yeah. And also it says, mean, mean and green. <laughs> what's, what's it telling me to collect? All sorts. Ooh. I don't know what that is, but it's got Donnie on it, so I want it. <laughs> Not that I'm obsessed or anything. <laughs> like at all. It's fine. Absolutely fine. Not a problem. I'm amazed that I got through that song, guys. <laughs> didn't I think I thought I'd put that up more I bought that for Rich the other day my mum's just holding up a really awesome um, I don't know if you guys are aware of the awesome Funko pop vinyl figures that are amazing um, me and Rich have become obsessed with them and I was in Forbidden Planet the other day buying a uh, thank you for putting up with my 24 hour insanity present for Jenny um, and whilst I was there I happened across an extra large Stay Puff Marshmallow Man Funko and I thought well Rich needs to own that so I've purchased it but he's at a festival so he doesn't know that it's there I've just left it on his desk <laughs> no enemy won't notice <laughs> not straight away anyway he'll be like do 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 how was your podcast and I'll be like I am sleepy uh, also you've got a present <laughs> <laughs> oh god shaking shaking oh, I'm gonna dear. be sick in a bit as soon as I'm finished <laughs> with relief <laughs> <laughs> oh god <sighs> damn it's starting to feel slightly hungry now <laughs> so we're talking about talking about foods. foodie type stuff I am so overwhelmed right now <laughs> it's ridiculous <laughs> oh, I can't even 900 pounds 900 smackers yep 900 smackaroons yeah I was going to say and hopefully there'll be some more Diddly donations when I put out the little episodes because I am very aware that not everybody could tune in, mm. you know, throughout the day and stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's that's going to be a fun editing task. <laughs> she says, hoping someone will offer. <laughs> uh, uh, no. Yep, that's a lot of dead air. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Rich didn't even edit his own show, I don't think. Oh. It was like, we listened back to about 10 minutes and thought, fuck it, put it out. <laughs> Uh, and then they just stopped podcasting anyway. It's quite lazy. <laughs> oh my god! Ah. I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> well, the sink is right there. I know, but there's also garlic bread, which I'm slightly contemplating. <laughs> so, 
I want um I just uh, yeah oh I've got 15 minutes left and I can't form sentences anymore I'm done it's, it's just come to that time now yeah we've had, we've had brilliant people on yes we have yeah. bit sad about Pat yeah that was a shame yeah I get the feeling though like he's not a twat like he won't have done it on no. purpose or maliciously at all and he'll probably be really annoyed as and when he realises that he's missed it but I probably should have tweeted him but I just get nervous I just don't want to be that guy who's like oh you dick where am you because that's not I mean I wouldn't have done it in those words anyway no but um yeah he didn't turn up yeah he may have just forgotten I don't know He's quite a busy man. I'll let him off. Mm. Uh, and to be fair, for the for the whole show, for only one thing to happen that wasn't on plan, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I've got to do that dance in a yeah, bit, haven't yeah, I? Yeah. Why did I agree to that? I have no idea. I said if I if I hit the target before the end of the show, I'd uh, I'd film myself doing a celebratory dance and put it on Twitter. <laughs> Because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> That's why Adam Burnout the rest of them, isn't it? Ah. Oh, awesome. Knut. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love you. You're my favourite. You're my favourite Knut. Oh, well. I can't even... Ugh. I'm going to need a calming tea and potentially biscuits <laughs> after this. Dance, dance, dance. <laughs> Good tweet. Dance the magic dance. Yes. I don't know what kind of dance. I've got a planner dance. Dance the magic dance. I don't know if I can. Da- I don't remember what the ma- what was the magic dance. Do you want to shake? Didn't you have to slap a baby or something? I, I don't know. And breathe. And breathe. Ooh. What a day. Oh, thank you so much, Jenny, oh, for uh, putting up with that nonsense. <laughs> but that fundraising awesome nonsense. Yeah. It was good. That was great. I enjoyed it. That was fun. I'm surprised by how much I enjoyed it because I genuinely thought I was going to be really nervous the whole time mm. and just sucking and crying and sicking and, <laughs> and sleeping. Yeah. 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 Or probably a, not do it just again Just not ever. do it again ever. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea even more. Yeah. To get sappy for the last sort of 12-ish minutes, um, I do want to say a huge thank you to everybody who... Um, appeared on the show mm-hmm. um, the lovely Jenny all our lovely guests um, and all those people as well who uh, who couldn't come on the show but replied to my emails <laughs> that's really nice because <laughs> uh, somebody who's quite paranoid not getting replies at all was like oh my god they want me dead so <laughs> bit of an overreaction but genuinely my thoughts um, it's, it was really nice that so many people were so supportive of it, even if they couldn't do it themselves. Um, so that's really lovely. Thank you to everybody who's... Pardon me. Um, pardon me again. Who's commented and tweeted questions and chatted with us online. I know I've been a bit shit at, at keeping up with it because I can't talk and text at the same time, is what I've discovered today. Um, because I end up just typing what I'm saying or saying what I'm typing and... They're usually not supposed to be the same thing. Um, but thank you, everybody, who sort of contributed, donated, t- retweeted, helped spread the word and the links around. Um, you are all amazing, and I love you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know what else to say. I'm really overwhelmed. Help me, Jenny. Help me. That's what you're here for. Sorry. That's, that's <laughs> right, yes. Yeah, just reiterate everything you said. Thank you to everyone who took part, came it's on the so show, who fun. donated so much money. 
Oh, honestly, I am amazing. Like, pff, how am I ever going to thank yeah. Adam Hughes enough? I know. And everybody else. Because to be fair, like, I am so skint at the moment that I always feel really bad when people do charity events because I'm like, here's £2.50. I'm sorry. <laughs> but hey, give what you can give and every little helps. It does. And uh, we made £900. £900. I'm going to check it again just to Go see. I'm just, just to sure see, I'm, I don't care about the interference on the phone, on the mic now. I'm beyond caring. Um, <laughs> let's have a look at the thing. Why is my phone so slow? I'm just making up a song about what I'm doing. <laughs> I can't type. Please. I've just put WWE comma. <laughs> it's, it's already gone very wrong. <laughs> just no, not with a K. Oh my gosh! Learn to spell. There we go. It's well, that's not correct. Everyone's tweets that's hashtag S- <laughs> SPSC night. What is it? This this Super. page is making me panic. Oh, phew. It ju- I just loaded it and it said you've raised £598. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, no, I haven't. But I've just refreshed it. It says 900 now. Yay! Yay. I'm so 119% of my target raised. Oh, I can't believe it. I actually can't believe it. Who thought a podcast would... Uh, it only 38 donations as well, yeah, I've just yeah. noticed. That's, yeah. that's, really really that's a lot yeah. of money. Yeah. That's like 50% Adam. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> and then we did the rest. Yay! <laughs> Woot! Yeah. So, I'm so, like, I am actually genuinely... I'm, I don't think I've ever really been properly lost for words before, except whenever I'm meeting people I admire. That's true. And then I just go, ha, at them a lot. Ha, like some kind of sick duck. Ha. Um, ha, that's an ostrich. It's less of a ha, it's more a ha. Ha. I'm going to stop making these noises <laughs> because what? <laughs> um, did I finish all my thank yous? I feel like I'm missing people out. I think you thanked everyone. Shall I try and thank everybody who was on the show? Do I remember? I've got a list. You've got a list, haven't you? It's very obvious. If I just flip through pages, you all know who you are. It's yeah. very exciting. Um, I am going to put all the episodes out, in, like not individually. There'll probably be two or three people to one episode, except, except um, possibly Jenny and Lee because we recorded for two hours, two hours. and then Barry, and Barry, who we recorded for two hours and forty-five minutes with. <laughs> who thought we'd have that much to say? Oh. We have too much to say. It's awesome. That's why I podcast, though. I yeah. like to talk. Yeah. I don't like to hear myself talk, but I like to talk. Uh, I think I've done a fairly decent job here until this last half hour or so. The best part is talking to friends about the stuff that they like. That's what we like doing. And also made some new friends as well. (laughs) People I did not know before we started this, now friends with them. Yay! That's always nice. I always, um, although I do, like, I'm really bad at knowing. There's this horrible thing about social media where people's names online aren't their names in real life. Mm. So you meet somebody in person and they go, hi, I'm Graham or something. And you're like, hi, what? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Uh, and then it turns out and they're like, oh, no, I'm such and such on Twitter. And you're like, oh, right. Yeah. Everybody should have like a badge. It's like, hello, my name is Stacy underneath at Stace Bob T on the Twitter so that everybody knows who who you are. I just rubbed my own boob, sorry. I wasn't saying anything. You enjoyed it. I did, yeah. How much longer is left? I need to... I can't eight even... Eight minutes. <laughs> Sing a song in eight minutes, Jenny. Oh, I can't possibly couldn't. No. You made me, you bully. <laughs> yeah, but you're bully. the host. Yeah, all right, shut up. <laughs>
Right, Your time has got extra minutes. I was lying. It's actually ten minutes. It's not ten minutes because no, my clock says eight fifty-three. Yeah, so does mine. <laughs> They're both wrong. Everybody wants this to end now. They've had enough of this last <laughs> half an hour where I've just cried and gone. Oh, I love all of you. You're so wonderful. It's like a terrible Oscar speech. <laughs> well, I'd like to thank God and literally everyone ever, mm. um, which is not the case. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, let's not end it on that kind of note, Mum. You're correct, but still. <laughs> um, yeah, but even so. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't... I genuinely... Seven minutes of um, what, exactly? Um, Shall I just do Yakko's World again? Yes. I don't... <laughs> do it this way. Yeah. Fuck off, yeah. Always, Screw always. you, hippie. You try to do it. <laughs> I don't even know what the first country is. <laughs> of course it's United States. It's an American song. How, you must know the next bit, because I. How much was I singing that first line at your house for somebody's birthday? End in Peru, I think. It does end in Peru. Well done. Yes, yeah, straight yeah. after the United States. Yeah. <laughs> Mexico's after Mexico, Canada. After Peru. United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru. There you go. I I have to sing it though now. I can't just go. It's like you know, it's like kind of like it's just in my head as a song now. Yeah. Which is why, if anybody was to say to me which country comes after Namibia, I'd be like, <laughs> I'd have to sing the whole song till I got there, and then go this one. Wow. <laughs> I just know the tune. Yeah, you're a good piano. Thanks. I, I thought you liked. It. Did yeah. you like that? You went a little bit fast. Well, before the uh, India bit. I would that's... have never I would have never done the bit that starts with Burundi if you'd have kept it with that place. <laughs> I'll play I'll play the musical director I just had who uh the cast would agree with me went extremely fast on occasion. Too mm. fast. Especially in the speed test, poor bastard. <laughs> Although for me watching upstairs, <laughs> funny. <laughs> oh. I'm a really nice director. <laughs> Do you know what's a bit sad I've just realised is because this isn't recording on the little Skype recorder thing so we're not on Skype I don't know if that that live performance of Yakko's World is now saved anywhere because oh. um, I feel like I've been told that Mixler is recording stuff but I don't know how to obtain said recording because it's going to be 24 hours long and pick out the choice bits these aren't the choice bits <laughs> <laughs> these bits are going in the bin okay. these bits are me trying to drag out the last five minutes uh, it's four minutes. The what? Thank you, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I actually like. Don't feel like I can thank people enough because dosh is hard to come by, and the fact that people are parting with it to listen to our ramblings for twenty-four hours. Yeah, I'm amazed we didn't consistently talk about the same thing over and over or start crying. Um, well, I did almost do that. that Thankfully, part. we didn't start bickering. Yeah. No. Unless you tried to fight me because you've got those beefy biceps. I have got good She's biceps. She's deceptively strong. <laughs> That's what I've been informed. Eh? Hey? Yeah, I think I would a little bit. <laughs> we had a we had a conversation earlier with Ash Paulson and uh, and we all came to the conclusion that Leo is not the is like the, the least best tur- the worst turtle. But in the scheme of things in life, he's still better than most things because he's a ninja <laughs> and a turtle and a mutant. Pretty badass. I mean, being a teenager kind of blows, but <laughs> mm. yeah. Always a downside to these things. Mm. They've been teenagers for ages, though. Yeah, 
I don't think they are in the, in the new film. I think they're decidedly adult and beefy. But I, I can accept because... I can accept because it looks mm. tits. Well, it's like Bart Simpson. He's been ten for the past, what, 20 yeah. plus years? That's one of the things I really like about Adventure Time, not to harp on about it, but I fucking well will because it's tits, <laughs> is that they're actually... Like, the characters are actually growing up. Like, yeah. And it's because they don't want to lose the voice actors, which I think is a really nice really thing like as well. I that. I think that's brilliant. Yeah, because I would hate to be a child voice actor where they're like, after two years, oh, no, it's starting to break. Fuck off, yeah. <laughs> like, lost my job I'm only 12 that's not fair <laughs> like it's pretty shit so I like that about it and I like the fact that that means there's definite character progression because mm-hmm. there's not it's not like like Bart you get to a point where the reason I've sort of fell out with the Simpsons of late is not because it's gotten crap like everybody says it's just because it's gotten a bit stale in mm-hmm. terms of like you know Homer's never going to be smart he's always going to be a div and Marge is never going to be anything other than the slight worrying nag wife and Lisa's always going to be that smug eight year old with the saxophone yeah it's like you know we get that Bart's mischievous it's fine stop it or grow them up why do they never decide to grow them up I think because that means they'd eventually have to kill the parents. Mm-hmm. And does anybody want to watch the episode of The Simpsons where they bury Homer Simpson? <laughs> because he will die young as well, fairly young. Yeah. He's a mess of a human being. Yeah. He's not real. But if he was, he he's dying young. Heart attack. Yeah. Blank. Well, he's had three heart attacks, oh, yeah, hasn't, hasn't he? he? Or something. It might diabetes. be more now. He's got to be. He's got to be diabetes, yeah. <laughs> and it's definitely not diet-controlled diabetes. <laughs> 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 definitely not. Uh it's a shame, really, because the like in its prime, The Simpsons was was like amazing. Mm. But um, yeah, it's hard to keep that sort of dynamic fresh. I yes. guess I wouldn't want the task of it. But I've got a friend who who is genuinely holding out. He won't buy The Simpsons on DVD because he's genuinely holding out for a complete box set. I was like, you will die before that. They are never going to quit it until like Matt Groening dies. Yeah. Or, like, one of the guys who does nearly all the voices dies. Because mm. there's a few people who do, like, 50 voices in it. Yeah. And they wouldn't be able to replace them all, I don't mm. think. Unless there's people who are, like, really good at imitations. But I don't think you'd be able to imitate that many yeah. characters. It'd be hard. I think it'd take a pretty severe situation to stop The Simpsons. I think Andy is going to be waiting for his box set for a really shitting long time. <laughs> and on that note... We're like on the countdown. Oh, it's five, four, three, two, one. That would be the sound I would make if I had champers and I popped a cork out. I don't want to pop a cork in my kitchen. I'll probably take someone's eye out. Mine. <laughs> uh, anyway, that means I can stop now. Stop now. I love you all. Bye. Bye.